Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Football Friday edition of the program. Welcome into Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, Merely Bo, the great Z. What's that? gorgeous day. What a day. Mm. There you go. Nice swig. It's important to be yeah, hydrated. Wait, wait till we, right when we go <laughs> I did that on purpose I, because I was. Let me just, do a, let me just chug half a bottle of water right when Bo asked me how I'm doing. It was, Beautiful That day. was my answer. Setting the tone. I was setting the tone for a man who's very satisfied right now, and I wanted a little swig of water. And what I wanted to say is, in. oh, baby, did I not call me Nate Stradamus? Did I not lay out exactly what was going to happen in Thursday Night Football? I said, DeAndre Hopkins is back. Oh, yeah. They are going to feed him the ball. I believe he had over ten. I believe he had ten catches. I believe he had over a hundred yards. And by the way, they threw him a pass. They also at the had end. a drop that hit him right in the face. He couldn't see on it. a slant. He couldn't, couldn't see it. See, I couldn't didn't understand it. why he said he couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. How could you not see it? Couldn't see it. You're. It's just a slant. Yeah, but the, maybe there was, was no sun. You're indoors. Listen, he's. It's, this I is the side. Couldn't see it. Everybody I know. knows I understand, it. I understand the universal sign. Well, What's the universal sign for calm the blank down? Is that just screaming at somebody? Does that do screaming that? Screaming that at him, which usually, by the way, in my experience, always works. When you when yes. you tell somebody calm down, yeah. calm down. Yeah, just we oh. just calm down. Oh, oh you're right. You're I right. will. Sorry. I, now sorry, I am unhinged. Yeah. No. That in fact, it is it is like throwing yeah. gasoline on a fire, telling somebody to calm down who is in a state of not calm. And by the way, by the way, but for just, those in the club, yeah, I believe we had that. I believe we did have that. Yeah. I mean. We did this. We didn't. We didn't go. It's a Thursday. Remember, it's Thursday. We did. You said. You said huge, huge, and huge. I said yes. Ram it. Ram it. Huge. Huge. Yeah. By the way, Miss K last night, who was her fantasy team is like the bad luck fantasy team. She play. She had the Arizona D and Hopkins in a PPR, so she was like fired up last night. She's like back to back pick sixes in a minute. Yeah. Was, she was like woo. She didn't move like this. Woo. And then she does. She likes to kick her leg and go like, pew. Really excited. Yeah. That's oh, great. Yeah, she a little pew. Did she, um, were you aware that Dos Unos was wearing nine? Of course. I was not aware he was wearing nine. Yeah, he I came did. in at 49 or something odd. He's been nine for two years. And so they got him into a nine last year when you went to the single digits. Just zinc. Got to it. To the house. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Dalton's playing quarterback because he takes such good care of the football. Three picks, two picks, <laughs> six, eight. Although one of them wasn't his fault. And There she is. Oh, there she is. Pew, pew. The um, <laughs> let's see if I can get her to deal pew, honey. Pew. Oh, she does. She's no. I think her tolerance for our shenanigans is about four and a half seconds at most. Uh, Anything beyond that, I think she just wants she it to be over. She lives with me and does so joyously. So, well, so clearly, I mean, but I mean, in terms of all of this being public, I think she yeah, would prefer yeah, for not. us to move off of it rather. By quickly. the way, yeah, we have to. We need everybody to get together and send positive vibes to the knee of Nana. Oh, I've heard that we're talking about several ligaments are be, have been compromised. There could be some sort of a fracture. In it's amazing that she's mobile. Yeah. I so have, Nana yeah. was walking God around the neighborhood, her. taking a little Asa Official for a Nana walk. Of the show. I get a call, and I'm like, Asa is an enormous dog too, who could pull you in any number of directions right. and lead to any sort of ligament tears. No doubt. So Asa obviously probably like saw like a, you know, a hog that she wanted to go attack. Pulled on Wait, Nana. Hold on. A hog? A feral, a feral pig. Where feral do you hog. live? In the, you don't live in, in the Manaway. Woods. We live in the woods. 
a feral hog? Well, listen, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I don't know. I can only assume a, a it had to be a feral hog. You, if you actually put Zagura be out amazing. in the wilderness, I don't know if he knew would know right from left. Did okay. we do this once? First, like of if all. he could survive, yeah, we did. First, he's of like all. one one fiftieth Chippewa. Yes, yeah. Sec- I have sure. an unbelievable innate sense of direction. I have <laughs> an unbelievable sense of survival. I'm not talking about a sense of direction. I'm just talking survival? about the nature and the oh wild my god! I could walk account. around and be like, that mushroom's okay, that mushroom's not. Oh, that's poison ivy. Going to stay away from that. I know how to lay a trap in waiting. I'd bring Asa with me. Sure Feral hogs do. gone. In an you instant. have you you were someone who consumed and afraid. <laughs> two great, two two essential Disney classics for survival. Davy Crockett. Yeah, and, and the River Pirates. The, and the River Pirates, and then the uh, the family. Swiss Family Robinson. Swiss Family Duh, Robinson. I know those, those two things. That's all you need to know. Yes. All you got to do is get yourself an ostrich. You can ride that sucker anywhere you want. Yeah, and I could build it's a house hard. with running water. You just have to water it, start at the top, and it. Guess what? It goes flows down the whole way. Trickles it's down. great. But anyway, seriously though, for Nana. Yeah. So I get the call. It's like, it's like that old ad. Help! I've fallen, and I can't do get you up. And Those so, poor old people with the yeah, the medical alert. Yeah, yeah. But no, she was able to get up. So I come driving around and, and I pick her up and she gets in the car and she's like, I fell on my kneecap. I'm like, well, does it hurt? Eh. And she's blaming she the feral hogs for pushing this? it. Yeah, she was like, Asa, you know, she's a 800 pound, you know, Russian bear hunting dog. She's <laughs> after the feral hogs. So she gets in the car and I'm like, well, does it hurt? And she's like pushing on her own knee and she's like, yeah. well, I mean, I know that I fell. I'm like, okay. So I think you're fine. So we get her. I yep. made I'd made her a bag of ice as a good son. I get her, you know, some Advil. She wants some Advil more for the anti-inflammatory properties. She told yeah. me not for pain management. I said, yeah. wonderful. A notable nurse. No, that's right. Uh, so she takes that. Last night, everything's great. I text her. Yeah, how's your knee? I'm fine. We're great. Problem. So then ah. Nana decides today that she must. Get some more. Get somebody to look at it just in case. Even Second though she opinion? feels fine. Yes. So she goes, and the great doctors at UH, including our uh, our own Dr. Voos, apparently. Dr. Voos checked in. Apparently, Dr. Voos checked in. Not not from anything I did. That was just in his normal course of care, having nothing to do with me. Amazing. And they look at her kneecap, and, and, and they're, eh, like, maybe there's a hairline fracture there. We're just not so sure. Uh-oh. Maybe? Not sure. Can't tell. Well. I said, Mom, are you in pain? No. Well, so but. they've said because maybe, maybe a hairline. We're gonna have to put your immobilize your leg for a week, <laughs> so that it can heal. And I'm like, but mom, you're fine, right? Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, if I'm very, I'm very active, and it could, it could pull further apart. I'm like, if your bone starts pulling apart, like you're gonna know, and you'll, I'd imagine, cease the activities. <laughs> I said, but in the meantime, I think you're okay. So she. She, now she's going back for an MRI at five to, I don't know, for them to really maybe be able to assess. Just try to see where we're at. Yeah, yeah. which I don't I don't uh, Even more. I feel like you need an x-ray for a bone. I don't. More than an MRI, I'm but doctor, I'm not a doctor. Do I play one, yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't do, sleep at a Holiday Inn last night. I, I do my dabble in bird law, but that's about the extent of it. So anyway, yeah. and I like that. So she's, so who knows? And we got Arden's oh. opening night tonight of the play. Like Okay. What are we gonna wheel Nana around? No, I mean, come on, Nana, put on the the hoodie you got from Amazon. Let's get this thing going. Oh, by the way, she's over the moon about the hoodies. 
She rolled it's the dice big. Sherpaline, the whole thing is sherpaline. Yeah. She's. Uh, it's so soft. It's she, everything that she wanted. She and got it she in has an incredible every color rate. of the rain. Oh, yeah. She's all, they're already back up to $40. I got $25. Crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. Absolutely crushed it. Yeah. They'll never go on sale again either. Not like that. Not like that. So Not like that. that was, that's an incredible job out of her. Um, this, <laughs> this, uh, this game last night, these, uh, did you hear? Michaels is so frustrated calling bad football, he can't even hardly take it. What do you mean? He was loving it last night. Well, he was. I felt like he was leaning into just how absurd. Totally, it, it was like great. He, just, he was great. Yeah. But it's like for the first time, I don't know. This may drive him to quit all of it. Like the fact of these opponents he's getting, well, he's not used week, to calling though. games like this. Next what does week. he have next week? Tampa, Baltimore. Oh, okay. So there he's going to have a little joy. Yeah, get a little joy back. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough, man. He's had a. Tough it's amazing run of it. that this was the schedule they thought they would trot out early in the season. I get my hunches. They said, well, give us one to land the plane out of the gates. And so they gave him Chiefs Chargers. And then from then on, it's just been a disaster. Yeah, but they gave him us when they knew we were not going to have Watson. Yeah. I mean, it was just there have been some stupefying commanders and the Bears. Like, yeah. In what world was that a good idea? Yeah, some stupefying choices. And then, well, Colts Broncos on paper probably was a good game. Team that could win the AFC yeah. West, team could win the AFC South. Uh, but certainly that was not how that one planned out. But I thought he was great. And I will say this I know you're not going to like it. Yep. That's okay. Different strokes for different folks. You're going to go the black. Here's the deal. Hold on. They look fantastic. The helmet up close when you see with the, the shine deal. on it actually has Buddy. red in the black. Buddy. Is awesome. Buddy of mine. Dear friend of mine. Yeah. We don't you, have to agree. It's okay. You, you are so easily wooed by black. If something is in black, you're in, brother. Like, it is your kryptonite. It's your blind spot. It allows you to miss things around it. It doesn't matter what it is. And admit it, you love black. I love it's, black unis. You, 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 oh, and yeah. you like black sneakers. You like black Dude. golf shoes. Like you have, I have a black car. It's a black car. There, You are Zorro. Like I use, remember the Z that stands for Zorro. That's where it all came from. You're Zorro, pal. I'm so like you Gary see Blair. a blind spot for it. Black in uniforms, it's a cheat code because everything looks good with it. So anybody sure, sure, sure. can put black in a uniform good. and it's going to look good. It don't make it right. And it, while this is better than what they normally wear, way, you, way better. If you pay it, it also has nothing to do with their name or their color or their city or anything. Well, there's a little black on a cardinal like, right above the beak. There isn't anything about Phoenix or the Valley of the Sun well, that makes you say black. They're from St. Louis. Nothing. Of course, they should have rebranded from Jump Street. Yeah, it should be the Phoenix. But even, and I will Suarez. acknowledge that this is better than their normal outfit of the red with the mono red nonsense and the ridiculous piping. But there were still the piping in these. Yeah, terrible. Just Awful. get rid of it. Yeah, like, get rid of it. I, look, if they want to wear black, they're not a traditional team. Whatever. Wear black. Wear, and I understand. I say that acknowledging they've been around for as long as anybody. Yeah. But they bounced around from. They've been everywhere. They're in Chicago and St. Louis. They should wear there. a ridiculous uniform that was like what the Jazz wore. That was like supposed to be like a, a sunset, oh, the gradient? The Utah yeah. sunset, but do like a va Paradise well, Valley sunset and have some red rock and some. The Suns have that. They have yeah. the Valley uniforms that are yeah, black right. that have that yeah. look to them. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it's better than their normal because their red is so brutal. Can we disagree on this at least? Yeah. Take the whole uniform out of it. That helmet was elite. Yeah. If you're, I think it was cool what they did with it. Because how it had you the could specks of red. see the red. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. It was. Um, but yeah. again, like you have a songbird on your head. Yeah. Like the whole thing needs to be burnt and yeah. started over. How come nobody is ever, cause when I think of like birds in Arizona, like I think some of those like giant like condors that of are course. flying around. Why are, why isn't everybody like the condors? That's like a pretty sweet bird, and you could wear black. It would make sense. Isn't there a fictional team somewhere that was the condors? 
I don't know. Like in any given Sunday or something like that? Maybe. They'd be on to something. Yeah. Condors offend. Have you ever seen one of those in California in the live? I mean, they're I not, know they're you rare. grew up there. It's hard there. to see them. You grew up no, there, but, like, but I visited. Yeah, like <laughs> Big Sur, they have them. You oh, can yeah, see Cal- them there. Big Sur. I've been and, in Big Sur 30 times. So Right. So when you go there, yeah. the difference between them and like what we see around here, like a turkey vulture, it's the like size? 10X. Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's like Asa compared to a normal dog. It's an attention getter. Yeah. Head the trying. first time I saw one, I was I wasn't sure it wasn't a plane. Yeah, you're quite like, you honest. think it come down soup and like maybe take me. Yeah, yeah, I like that Arizona condors sold. Oh, and then wear the black. Same alliteration. Yeah. And then you could have the black and the red. Yeah. A little bit of yellow. Yeah. Sold. Done. You're welcome. Solving problems. Victory. Um, speaking of solving problems, I cannot recall anything like what I saw, what happened this morning when I woke up. An NFL blockbuster trade happened in the cover of night did you stay with the game the whole time i did not okay. I, was, I was out so, at 11 i was done like and i went to bed three minutes to go in the game al michaels goes adam schefter of espn reporting that christian mccaffrey's been traded to the 49ers and herbie's like whoa and they're whoa you were still in yeah and they because i wanted you had fantasy i wanted stuff. hopkins to get to 100 yards <laughs> Or the two I knew that had to be fantasy motivated. So no, I bailed. So they announced I'm it out. in the broadcast, which I thought was super cool. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you're on your phone, and, and they announced it like the second that Schefter announced it. He announced, it and somebody must said, "Hey, Schefter just tweeted this out." Boom, they yeah. give it. They credited Schefter, and so that was that made it into the broadcast, which was surreal. Like this is three minutes left to go in a random Thursday night game, and Christian McCaffrey's a niner. So I text my oh, dad. Here we go. Did he? Does he you know saw? It did time? you see it? No, you no, saw my I didn't. tweet. You I don't didn't. follow me, but I, I don't follow you. you. But I tagged I you. I'm sorry. I had a lot going on this morning. So somebody had tweeted me, and they're like, I, what's, what's Pedro's reaction? So I texted my dad, McCaffrey. Direct quote. Should have just drafted him in the first place. Yes. <laughs> That's literally what he wrote back. Should have just drafted him in the first not place. Not happy. Not nope. this changes. Then here's the follow-up. Wonder if Kyle will run him until he breaks like he's done with every other running back in the past four years. Hope not. He could be a great combo with Lance. <laughs> like Kyle Kyle uh, makes anybody who's not better. anybody better. Yeah. So I like them as the second pick in the NFC before this. Now I feel like they might be right there with Philly if they can get healthy on the defensive side. I think it's a game breaker for them. I mean, I can't imagine what he's going to be able to do with McCaffrey and Debo. And, and all of the weapons that they have. Can you get a DJ Moore from them? Can you get a well, Derek Brown from them? I, think I feel like. So two things. From the San Francisco side of it, contenders right now, this is a game wrecker for them. Yep. It also, to me, the next thing I thought of is we had a press conference this week down in Florida where Tom Brady said, I'm not retiring. And I thought, does he play for San Francisco next year with Debo and McCaffrey? Is this the last year of a Tampa deal? It's the last year of the yeah, Tampa Yeah, and that's deal. what everybody was saying last year. Oh, baby. True free agency. Oh, this would be it. Baby. He would be able to go. Oh, Trey Lance. Does, what a bad trade. Wait a year. We'll see Again. It. Learn from learn from the GOAT. What would that be? Like his first year? That would be his fifth year? Because he sat. Who knows? They started. Then he would sit. No, so maybe his fourth year. He only sat one. one played this, this would, year. It would be his fourth year when he, he played. When if he he played. Brady did one year in San Francisco. Yeah. But now he can live in his, stay in his parents' bedroom. He's done with with Boonchin, so it doesn't it doesn't have to be in Florida. He's fine, so he can go. So that's the first. I thought of that almost immediately. Like now, all of a sudden, Brady lands there, and they got Debo and McCaffrey and Brady. Now we're talking. Now you're. Now we're on to something. And so then let me tell about, you this. Yeah, C.J. Stroud overnight is the best quarterback in his division when the Panthers draft him. That's the next part. The Carolina Panthers, I think, probably 
unknowingly or unwittingly, but luckily stumbled into being the tank team of 2022, realized it, and are leaning into it. But they, Because Seattle's better than anybody thought. The teams we thought would tank were Seattle and Atlanta. They're both better than that. Much. So they're not in the mix. And Carolina right now says, you know what? Watch us. Watch us. And here's the deal. You don't want to draft a guy number one overall if you don't have some pieces. They have a lot of pieces on defense that are young. I would not trade DJ Moore. I wouldn't I either. That's what I say. Hang you, on you to him. You can't fire sale because you no. need You're bad enough talents. already. Yeah. You're, you're terrible at quarterback. You're going to lose a lot of games the rest of the way. Just stay where you're at. You now have all these picks. You're going to get Stroud number one overall. You've got the two, you've got two twos, two threes, two fours now. You can flip this thing pretty quick. Yeah. Both teams win big here. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I wouldn't get if I was in. I wouldn't get rid of anybody else. I mean, you and you just drafted a left tackle in the first round. Yep. You've got J.C. Horn. You mentioned Tank. plenty of nice pieces on defense. Brian Burns, Brown, and you've got D.J. Moore, who's a real number one receiver when he has a quarterback that can yep. get him the ball. Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore requests a trade ahead of the looming trade deadline due to his role and lack of targets. At per Ian Rappaport, Rappaport added the team has no intentions to trade Moore, but also excused him from practice due to personal issues. Per Robert Sala. Come to me. Come on in. Come to me. You know, and, and yesterday I was doing the uh, the show, the uh, Kevin Stefanski show sure, with yeah. Gerard. Yeah, I was listening. And I said. <laughs> I was. I was. In between football and basketball practice, I was listening. All right. So then you I drove over. You want to tell us the conversation we had? Missed that that part of the show. Certainly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had said, like, I wanted Elijah Moore in that draft. You did. I still want Elijah Moore. Yep. I know some very important luminaries love Elijah Moore. Like, get him in here. And Gerard said, I don't want somebody that's requesting a trade and is a malcontent. And I said, let me remind you that David Njoku once upon a time mm -hmm. requested a trade and wanted out of here. And instead, he sucked it up, put his nose to the ground, and, and became a pro and now was rewarded the $50 million contract and is having a career season. So I, I'll bet on the talent. Give me the talent. He makes our football team better. He makes our wide receiver room better. Yep. Instantly. I like talent, too. Go get him. Yep. They're not going to trade him. They know he's too good. Yeah. They got I, the only thing I was wondering about from the Carolina side is, is there anybody defensively? Like, isn't Derek Brown there? Yeah. Would they be? But why would they get rid of him? I wouldn't think they would either, but is he in his The guy that you here? could get is like a Matt Ioannidis on okay. a rental who's like a vet who bounced around but is still a very productive player. But I don't think you're going to get any young core guys. We need him in here. To, we need to give him our idea and have him come and do it for us. He could do it in two seconds, our idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then all we got to do is find the cream. Speaking of the cream, cash rules everything around me. Also, what did we talk about earlier this week in the in cream? Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, injury oh, update. Yeah, that's right. Oh my! I knew it. Click in a second. Yeah. Uh, injury updates for Sunday. Uh, bad news from our end, but not surprising. Uh, Wyatt Teller and Denzel Ward both down for Sunday. So expected, yep. but when you see it official, it sucks. Yeah, but you know you got Yelda Froholt. He's going to fill in there. Denzel Ward, you know, we've got MJ Emerson. We've got Greedy Williams. we got A.J. Green, and we have Greg Newsom. We've Our corners, that's a room that we're deep at. Guard is a position that we are deep at. So the good news is, you know, you're going to have guys there. Um, we've got to step up. Like, this is, in many ways, this needs to be looked at as a playoff game for this Cleveland Browns team. And, and you know it what? Is, you don't have everybody. <clears throat> Tough. you got to go get after it. Jadavian Clowney is questionable, but we feel pretty good about that one. 
Um, for the Ravens practice on Friday, no J.K. Dobbins. We had uh, we were talking about that yesterday. It didn't feel like he was going to play regardless. Uh, Justin Houston also uh, part of that as a no in terms of practicing. Andrews, Peters, Ricard all back at practice for Baltimore there. So they will be pretty close to their full complement of players. Uh, we have a mailbag edition of the program. You'll get that at 2 o'clock. We've got a scores edition of the program. You have that to look forward to, which is very nice. You've got some over-unders as well. We're off and running here on a Football Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Uh, all sorts of podiums this week, and obviously the Amari one, the Joel Batonio ones, garnered a lot of attention. Some of the ones we missed we're going to play right now. Let's start with Nick Chubb on Jacoby Brissett's message to the team in the locker room after the game last week. I mean, that's Jacoby. He's a great leader, great vocal leader. Uh, he meant every word. The team, we all felt it. We all feel the same way. You know, we have to do the, do the small things right. And starting today, we're going to get back on track. It's just from a – you understand what Jacoby's trying to do, but there, there ha, it has to come from more. And it's just – it's something we'll find out on Sunday if the message resonated, right? I mean, there's there's nothing we can talk about or the team can talk about. Like, you just got to do it. Got to do it. And you'll find out on, on Sunday if that's the case. It's a binary business, brother. Sure is, pal. Um, this was from Greg Newsom on if he noticed a change in focus this week after some of the comments. Yeah, I think um, you can just kind of tell just from, you know, walkthroughs and meeting rooms, like guys just being a, lot, a little bit more focused, um, things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, we're still here. It's a game we love to play, so we're still having fun with it and things like that. You know, you just got to kind of try to, you know, be more focused in those walkthroughs because those are some reps, you know, that you might not get at practice, but they might show up in a game. So. You know, it's interesting. I think I think one of the things that I've seen a lot this week was like, you know, on the John Johnson comments about, you know, is it does that mean guys don't care that the effort? No, you don't see that at all. You on if you watch the tape, the effort is there. Guys are flying. It's yeah, that's all there in spades. What I think John Johnson was referring to is we have these busts. We've had them in the pass game. We've had them in the run game where if we just know what we're supposed to be doing, these things wouldn't be happening. That's what he's referring to. It's not effort. It's not give a damn level. Those things are there. It's focus more than anything else. Are you where you're supposed to be? It's focus, and do you have the answers to the test? Yes. Totally down and memorized. And I think part of it is, you know, guys don't understand necessarily what it takes at this level to be great. Week in, week out, day in, day out, the commitment, the lifestyle that it yeah. must be for you to be great at this game. And I think, you know, talking to Joel, he started his career with Joe Thomas and Alex Mack. So he got a tremendous education on that, and he's applied that to himself. And I think you look at our offensive line room, from the coaching to the leadership, it rubs off. Everybody who comes in that room leaves better than they were when they arrived here. Every yeah. single person. And I don't know that in some of the other rooms, and I'd say in our wide receiver room, you've got Chad O'Shea and you've got, you know, Amari Cooper, you've had Jarvis. And so that's true there. You look at our 
you know, the tight end room and David Njoku's kind of taken on a leadership role there. He had Austin Hooper, somebody who he would tell you he learned a lot from. You've got in the running back room, you know, greatness in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you've got Stump Mitchell's a, a tremendous coach. I don't know that defensively we necessarily have those guys. You know, I think that Miles is such a supreme talent that maybe it's different for Miles than it is for some for a Joel Batonio in terms of what it requires to be as good as he is. So what you just described with with Miles and from an educated, it sounds very much like the Shaquille O'Neal thing, right? Whereas you he's are the so rare guy, so, right? That was always that's the the rift for Kobe. Even when Shaq was the most dominant thing in all of basketball, and he was that for a really long time. Yeah. But certainly at the beginning of when that beef hole happened was Kobe's thing was why I'm here every day at five thirty and I leave at midnight. Why aren't you? And Shaq's like, that's not how I roll, man. I don't need to. I don't need to. And Miles could have some of that. He does his own business and he does his and he plays at an elite level and it's all proven out on the field. Right. The problem is that that could come from that is that other players who are not Miles Garrett, and I think it is safe to say he is singularly one of one. You know, Aaron Donald is one of one. Yeah, it's a short list. That that is not emulating Miles in that sense isn't going to get you where, for example, you know, another center in the end, Brendan Haywood trying to be like, well, I'm just gonna, this is what Shaq does. Right. He's not going to be Shaq. Right. So I think that, you know, defensively, our best players are not necessarily those kind of, of guys. Denzel's a, more of a quiet guy. And so I don't know that some of our young guys have had to be the experience yet of what is pro. They're getting coaching. I can tell you that. They are being coached very well and very hard. When they go between the lines, though, the coaches can't play anymore. That's, you know, did you do everything you could to make sure that your reactions to something or your read on something is right? Did you do everything you could to make sure that your eye discipline is maintained? Because you know in this situation they like to run play-action shot plays, and so you're not going to bite on that play fake whatsoever because, honestly, you're only getting that run if it bounces outside. You shouldn't be worried about that. You should be worried about them pulling the ball and then throwing it over your head. So it's those little things that I think that sometimes, you know, we are not as equipped, you know, given our youth yet to understand. And also that, you know, I do think there's something to this is just me theorizing out loud that guys who come from the big programs where their team is just better than everybody they play every single week. They didn't have to be that disciplined with it, even in college. Now, you could say they might lose playing time to somebody else who is supremely talented because those teams are all like, you know, first two, second, third team deep. But when you're the supreme guy, you don't have to do that. So I don't know. I think that hopefully, you know, we've heard this and hopefully they've realized because I do think on some level our defense thought it was going to just show up and be dominant because they were last year and that's how it is. And I'll tell you what, I talked with uh, Clowney earlier today and the tape says it. He's playing some of the best football of his career Mm -hmm. right now. He's only played three games though. Anthony Walker was playing some of the best football of his career. Yeah. He only played two games, three, two and a half, and now he's gone. So we've had, yes, we've missed guys, but I think it's the guys, you know, it's some of our youth and guys that we really expected to ascend. Like going into the season, the guy that you thought was, you thought Delpit was going to become a superstar. Yes. That has not happened. There have been flashes, certainly. Mm -hmm. He's one of the best against the run in the league from the safety position, but coverage has been a problem. And by the way, that's, that's a big problem. Yeah. 
we just haven't ascended with our young guys. I think they thought, okay, we've done this, and you know, now we don't have to. No, it, it takes more to maintain and to continue to grow than it took to get you where you were. And I hopefully that this is the wake up call because this team still absolutely has a chance to be special this year. It starts Sunday. You need to win Sunday. Period. The end. Yeah. What you just said, Rory said that this week. Did you see his press conference this week? No. He, so he talked this week, and he was asked a question by a fellow PGA, a young PGA Tour pro. The name escapes me, uh, but he snuck into the press conference. Asked him a pretty and legit asked him a question. really, really good question about how do you handle all of this. And Rory gave a two-minute answer about you know make sure that that what the things that got you here, the work that you put in to get you here, make sure that you remember to continue doing those things. And not let everything else take up your time, and then you forget everything it took to get here. Yeah, he pointed out, he goes, I see, from what I can even see, you have five sponsors on yeah. hat, shirt, yep. everything. He was like, don't forget, though, like the reason you have those is because right. of the work you put in. Yeah. So that's, that, and then that speaks to that the comment, the, the point of getting to the mountaintop takes all of this effort. Staying there requires the same. And it's not just work and training. and it's, it's all of it. It's study. It's all of the things that are required to be great. I took a ride to the great Dan Tana's restaurant in Los Angeles, California. Wonderful. Once with the great Willie MacG, Willie McGinnis. Mm -hmm. And I remember just kind of picking his brain, and he said to me something that is very, I think, apropos to what you're saying and what, and what your comments with Rory's comments kind of made me think of it. He said a lot of guys, their dream is always to get to the NFL. Mm -hmm. That's the dream. Correct. So they get to the NFL. Now I've made it. Mm -hmm. And then they say, now that I'm in the NFL, I have money. I can get cars, ladies, attention, fame, all of that. And so they start thinking that those things, these status symbols, now I've made it. Those status symbols are more important than staying here or becoming great and what they sometimes don't realize is that by doing the work you become great and all of that stuff comes 10 times what you ever could have so imagined yeah. just do the work and everything that you want will come but you've got to stay focused on what got you here and that you have just getting here isn't enough you want to stay here and then you should want to be great and then you should want to have team success and become immortalized by winning a super bowl with your team and he said people lose sight of that, and he cited some young Browns players from back in the day who, you know, were flashing the pans for one an unbelievable season and then fell off kind of the map. That's what happened. They got caught up in that. I've made it, and they didn't realize that, well, now you're the guy that every team wants to stop. Yeah. And so if you want to keep excelling when you're the guy that everybody wants to stop, you have to work even harder and study harder so that you can get the percentage advantage that allows you to maintain it when now they're giving you twice as much attention as they did before. There's all these examples right now in pop culture about this. The Rory one I just mentioned, there's this Dream Team 2 documentary. You've seen the clips of this of LeBron and D-Wade uh, talking no. about Kobe. Have you seen this? No. Yeah. So they're – where are they, in Vegas? I think they're in Vegas at a training camp. That's where they train before they left. And um, – and Mello and LeBron and Wade are coming in from having a good time in Las Vegas at like five, four thirty in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. And as they're walking in from their night, Kobe is in warm up gear, sweats, everything going, going to out to the gym to work. And they were like, what the hell is this man? 
what, what is this all about? I'm paraphrasing all of this, obviously. And they're like, he went to go work. And then the next day, all of them, they went to go work. And they saw that he's a lunatic, but that that's why he's who he is, that he's driven singularly in that way. And that's the thing that the greatest do. We had the, when the Hoff was in here and he talked about that play where he spent 10 minutes. I wish we, that, that audio like is the best. Can we find that? And so we have it like, at do the you have it isolated? The whole, the whole conversation's long. It's I do think it would minutes. be a good one to like, awesome. to have, I mean, we couldn't play the whole 15 minutes all the time, but like, no, just so the audience like to have that stretch because it's, I'd like to play it for like my fifth grade football players. Like this is what it takes this is the type of focus. And you hear that with Manning. When you hear people talk about oh, Manning, yeah. you hear how diabolical Brady is in preparation. Um, this is what's required. Luke Keekley with Carolina was like this. Like, he would go to his house, and all he had was a TV so he could watch film. That was all that was in his apartment in Carolina. It's legendary stories about this, that that was all his only interest was football. And if you want to be at the very highest level, that's typically what's required of it. Yep. And there's a lot of examples of this bouncing around. And yep. a lot of our guys have it. I, no know, doubt. It, it's not, this isn't to say that we're lacking all of this. No. It's just that we have to figure out how to win. And right now, from a clutch standpoint and from an attention to detail standpoint, we're not great. I saw a quote, too, that I thought was really good. Um, you can't start winning until you stop losing. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think that's where we are. We need to stop losing, and then we can start winning. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, I like it. I got the pen. I'm ready. Um, it's one of my favorite things from Van Wilder when he would just say something and be like, write that down. I like that. He was so good. It's so such great. a good movie. I brought so that great. back like two weeks ago. I hadn't seen it forever and brought it back for uh, Miss Kay. Never seen it. I'm like, what? I think I've, I'm trying to think if I've only seen it once or twice. Uh, it's absolutely. Reynolds is throwing heat. Absolutely hold, holds up. Kumar's in it. Yeah. You have a guy that was in it that was like popular, I think, from like MTV Tech, not Tech or something like that. He's actually really funny. I mean, there's a lot going on in there. It's a great what's cast. It, what's it? What's it? Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Prime. Peak yeah. Tara Reid. Is Man, it Wilder? appropriate for yeah. every age? Greatest one of one of the top. It's a great. great movie. I remember it being great. I just it's not I'm, one it's up there. It's, it's so one of those good. that doesn't get. You don't see it on no. the table much. No. It hasn't been fed to me on a streaming service. No, but it's on. It's, so I haven't thought about it for a long time until you said write that down. It's free somewhere. So I, somewhere it's spinning it. somewhere? Yeah, and we watch okay. it. What a treat. Is it at all appropriate for the boys? No. Nope. Oh, there's stuff. Absolutely. Okay. I can't else. remember that part of like it. Like the very first scene when when uh, sure. Cal Penn comes in to say that he wants to be his assistant. Like his Right away, we set a tone. It. Yeah. Okay. It's all over. All right. All right. Very good. Um, all right, we've got some over-unders to look forward to. That is coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
And the Bath Authority gives you the bathroom of your dreams. You can transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler. Expert factor trained installers. You give them a call now, you get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. You can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day at the Bath Authority. Superior products with expert installers. BathAuthority.com, 216-220-8399. 500 bucks if you give them a call today on that. Gentlemen. Oh, baby. By the way, we would be remiss, and I don't want to wait where we have to squeeze in and at the end. Yeah. Your hat that you're wearing today. I was going to bring that up to you. So Kind of a big day. Very, very big day. Um, the great Chuck Kyle, this will be his last regular season game at St. Ignatius, uh, wearing the St. Ignatius hat in his honor today. They will play on campus for the first time ever in his career. So they will play That's wild. on campus, which is amazing. Um, they were at um, in, they played in Parma for all those years, obviously, um, and but they, they'll play on campus today. Um, he, I, I don't have a whole lot of interaction with him other than a couple of times when I used to do the Ohio high school football playoffs uh, when I was working down in Columbus and worked at the Ohio News Network for a little bit, and they had the broadcast rights to that. And my wife's dad is childhood friends with Chuck Kyle. Okay. And um, so I always had an affinity of him for, from those days. And I remember in the times that I interviewed him after state championship wins primarily um, and leading up to those state championship games and in the playoffs of him just being kind of the epitome of what you would want a football coach to be. Like the nicest guy. The best guy ever. Yeah, is, is, totally. Is really it. And there's been several people through the years who have come up and go, could he have coached the Browns? Could he have coached the Buckeyes? Could he have coached any of that stuff? Yeah, I think probably could have at a certain point in his career. But he loved coaching St. Ignatius. And – one of the great runs in the history of high school football. Gibby, you obviously hosted the high school football stuff for a long time. 40 years uh, as head coach, 11 state titles, two national championships. Jeez. How many kids he sent on to college football, whether it was D3 or playing on Saturdays on national TV. And no matter what, I, I could reach out to him on Friday night at 11.30, 11.45, as I, do, as I did most coaches when I booked my Saturday show because you had to wait for the games to yeah. end to know which ones. And he would just tell me, I'll be at my kitchen table. I'll answer the phone. And it was the yeah. home number. <laughs> and I would call, and he would, his wife might answer. Hi, Mrs. Kyle. Is, uh, is Mr. Kyle there? And she's like, Jason, it's Chuck. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, and he would he would sit there and he would talk to you, win or lose, mm-hmm. for ten minutes, fifteen, however long you wanted to talk. And I would encourage people. Um, our, our the voice, Jim Donovan, yes. sat down with Chico uh, before tonight's game. They taped it. It is 42 minutes long. Jeez, that's and awesome. it is awesome. Uh, before he, before he was a coach, I mean, people forget while he was a coach, he was an educator. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think every one of my nephews that were went to Ignatius had Coach Kyle as a teacher. They knew him as Professor <laughs> Kyle. Yep. Um, you know, he he grew up and he went there. He went to Ignatius. He played football at Ignatius. It's wild. So, just 
it, it is an unbelievable story. It is an unbelievable run. Well, everything that he does for this building in terms of, you know, teaching, teaching, tackling, and working with our yeah. youth football uh, programs and uh, will be sorely missed on the sidelines uh, for Ignatius and going to be a long time, I feel like, before there's another Never. Chuck Kyle. You're not going to get a run like that. Is, is, this, is he the number one high school coach of consequence in the state of Ohio's history? Yeah, because I think the other guys that had those, if you think of the other guys that, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm tr- Like, Moeller had great runs. There were great runs at Massillon back in the 60s, and 50s, 60s, 70s, and I can't speak to all that. Like, Paul Brown was at Massillon. Yeah, I mean, uh, Earl the, Bruce was at Massillon and went, didn't lose a game. I mean, so they, the they have some of those. One of the best public school head coaches, uh, Trevisano at Menor. Yeah. But did I mean, anybody have, was anybody around as long? The 40-year run is what could do it that would make uh, yeah. it very interesting. I'm trying Augie to think Basul, if there was – I believe, it, is it Benedictine? I mean, he's if he's not, he's on the Mount Rushmore of high school coaches. No, I think I think so. I think you've got eleven state championships. Yeah. So that you know, I mean, it starts there. That's, yeah. That's a big part of it. Um, like Jerry Faust was hired from Moeller to coach Notre Dame. Like, if you want to think like that happened, Jerry Faust coached Moeller from nineteen sixty two to nineteen eighty. He went 178 and 23, four mythical high school national championships. And then was, um, then then was the coach at Notre Dame. How many state titles? You, I don't know. I'm not sure on that. Yeah, but the um, I'm sure he won a ton of them. Yeah, I mean there there are certain programs, but I I don't know. I think I would think Kyle is on a on a very short list. Yeah, there's a coach at Steubenville that won a ton. Reno, I forget his last name. He he's won a ton of them, but Chuck's Chuck's in his own. In his own category. And yeah. I think when you think about Northeast Ohio football specifically, it that's, starts there. That's mm-hmm. that's the starting part of the conversation. Um, all right, time for some over-unders, gentlemen. Last week, despite our losses, everybody did pretty good. You guys both went 3-2. and two. Uh, The Hoff with a just a luxurious 4-1. and one. The Hoff is now 8-2 and two the last two weeks. Um, your records then coming into this week. Z and Gibe remain remain tied. Remember, you guys picked everything the same last week. You remain tied at thirteen and seventeen overall. Yep. Uh, the Hoff is eighteen and twelve, or five game back of the Hoff. Five back of the Hoff. Got him right where I want him. Heading into this weekend. Here we go. This is a tricky one. I don't have a great feel for this one. I don't know how this game's going to go. Uh, but we begin as we have all season with your total touches for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, last week it was a paltry, not even half of what we set the over under to be. You guys both went over, um, and the game dictated otherwise. So this is, this one depends a lot on game flow. The number we settled on this week is the lowest we have settled on all season and still yet relatively high. That number is 31.5 to Mr. Zagura. All right. Two games against the Ravens last year, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in game one at Baltimore. 17 combined touches. Game two here at Cleveland, the Browns win that game. 24 combined touches. I see it sensing a trend. Under. Under. For Dr. Z. Get it! Run the damn ball. You've got these a lot. Over. You've gotten them a lot on the right. overs. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna rebound here. 
Rebound. Yeah. Gotta I like a, a rebound. Rebound. No, I like a, a rebound. rebound. A, a yogging with a soft J. Next! Over or under. Gentlemen, Lamar Jackson, a one-man wrecking crew for the Baltimore Ravens. Our defense's job will be to bottle him up as best as it can. We are looking for a total rush yards number for Lamar Jackson. The number is 75.5 Gibbe. I want to go under. I really want to go under, but I will go over. Over. You got to you got to show me that you can stop the run, right? Show me that you can stop it. Kid. He's averaging 75 for the season. Right on his average last year in Baltimore, 17 rushes, which was one of the highest numbers of the season for him, 68 yards. I think we are built to deal with him. Under. Next. Over or under. All right, gentlemen. This game could feature very little passing if everybody has their way. Baltimore has shown an ability to have some big plays in the pass game. It's a three-for-two deal for you. Dr. Z. Okay. Total receiving yardage. The Chief, Amari, and DPJ. Okay. Over, under, Andrews and Bateman. So here's the issue. We don't do we know for sure if Bateman's gonna play? I'm rolling the dice that he is. Okay. If he if Bateman doesn't play, what I will do is I will take Bateman out of it and I will give you Chief and Amari versus Andrews. Browns. Over. I will take the over as well. Very good. Very good. Next! Over or under. Gibby has not gotten this right in three seasons. (laughs) Truly, I don't think you have. No. It might even go longer than that. He got it right last week. He did get it. Oh, that's right. You did get it right last week. Oh, yeah, because we both went over because I went two and a half. I went really low. We went just two and a half. I gave you guys a gift wrapped. Uh, This one you're going to have to work for a little bit. Sacks. Interceptions and fumbles. The number this week, Gibbe, is 3.5. Sacks, interceptions, fumbles. Yep. 3.5. Butter me up, baby. Over. Same. Come on. Come on. Lamar's thrown a pick in four straight games, five of the six. He's got six total on the season. He's been sacked twice in four of the last six games as well. We had four picks last time we played him. Yeah, over. Let's go. This is, come on. Come on. Next. Over or under. The actual over under. Segura. 46.5. Baltimore Ravens this year, one and three when they allow 20 or more points all time. 59 and 146 when they allow 20 or more points. That's a stunning one to me. When it they is. allow 19 or fewer points, 2-0 and this year, 177 and 40 all time. Mm-mm-mm. So we've got to score 20 points. We've got to get there, man. I'm going to take the under, 24-20 us. 24-20 us, the under. Give it! 28-24 Browns over. There you go. You know why? Because we're going to run the damn ball. But that's going to shorten the game, Gibbe. Running gonna, the ball. Our drives are going to end in touchdowns. Good. There you go. Coffee there you go. is for closers. Closers only. ABC. By the way, the weather might be conducive to a lot of running the foosball. Is it supposed Sunday. to be bad? Not great. 
not ideal. You know what? I don't really check the weather report much anymore. You don't have to. Well, you never did when you were on the sideline either. You would get to the stadium and go, what do you mean it's supposed to rain? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to rain. Yeah. Clearly, you did not bring the proper attire. The one thing from that, the Glenn Gary rant that I just popped into my head because it's right after copies for closers only. We've added a little prize to this week's sales contest. As you know, first prize at Cadillac Eldorado. Second prize, set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. <laughs> so so you're fired. It's it really is a tremendous little It's outburst. unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> so good. So good. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, Joel Batonio. The scores as well in the final hour. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back to Cleveland Browns Daily. So happy to be joined now by a great friend of the program, the longest tenured friend of the program, great guard Joel Batonio. Joel, first of all, thanks for being with us, man. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. You know, Friday in the NFL, it's, uh, it's you know, best time of the year. You know, you get your stuff in, you get to go home, see the family and stuff, uh, put in a little extra work, but it's, it's good to be on. What's in your smoothie? Um, right now, I think it's a strawberry banana. I kind of have two that I go to. When I do like a workout, it's usually chocolate, you know, peanut butter, get some good stuff. But after practice, I go strawberry banana. Strawberry banana, tasty. And that's a, what a nice treat to get to have a smoothie. I mean, who doesn't love a smoothie? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's starting to get a little chilly, you know what I mean? But after training camp, there's, there's nothing better. The uh, nutritionist staff does a great job. All right, let's talk about what's happened six games. Now, offensively, for five of the six games, you guys have been fantastic. I mean, and still, after six games, we're in top ten in basically everything in the NFL offensively with Jacoby, at quarterback. How would you kind of assess the offense overall? you got the leading rushing offense in the league in terms of what you've seen and what maybe you expected going into the season. Um, we've done some really good things. We've had some, uh, some big games. Um, I thought Jacoby's done a really good job of leading the team. Um, you know, the hard part is I think like there's still more out there. You know, we, we've, we've missed a couple of plays. And it's honestly been a couple of plays. Like, you watch the film and it's like, oh, one or two plays, you win this game or, or change the outcome of that game. And even against the Patriots when we didn't perform to our standard, there was, uh, you know, it wasn't – it was just like a little execution things. You know, there was one block here or holding a block for just a half a second longer. And um, I think things would have opened up for us. But I think we're in a good spot. You know, the Ravens are going to give us a big test. But, um, you know, hopefully we can get back on track to more of our style this week and, and uh, get, uh, get a win. I was looking through kind of the, the history. They've done a pretty good job against Nick Chubb. You know, 2019, he had that big game where we had the big win there. But for the most part, that's his only 100-yard game in eight tries against the Ravens. Do they, what do they do that makes it difficult to run the football? Yeah, I mean, first off, they're a good defense. Um, second off, I think they're just they, they, uh, kind of like the Patriots. They, they try and hone in on your – on your best thing and you know that's usually stopping Nick Chubb you know he's one of the better players in the league and so they're going to give you some eight-man boxes some nine-man boxes and we're going to have to throw the ball a little bit you know I know we all the fans all everybody loves you know run the ball as much as possible but sometimes you got to pass the ball a little bit and um that's going to throw them out of those looks right and that's going to open it up for us um you know but they but they have done a good job you know we've had our, our chances to run the ball and do some good things and there's been a couple, you know, blowouts in there where you can't run the ball as much. But um, but I think we have a good game plan this week, and, and we're going to try and get those guys involved. You know, people were saying, oh, well, yeah, of course Belichick came out and tried to stop the run. Everybody who plays us, that is their – I said that's priorities one through ten, right, to stop Nick Chubb and stop the run. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think every team probably goes into the meeting and say they lead the league in rushing. Like, we're going to find a way to stop these guys. Um, and it's our job to execute, you know. 
plays aren't called most of the time to run for two yards. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this play's going to work if everybody makes their block. And so a lot of times it comes out of execution. It's a little tougher when you got eight, nine-man boxes because then you can't have one missed assignment. You know, you got to really be on top of your stuff. Um, but our coaches do a great job of really trying to scheme things open and maybe putting, um, you know, try and get, you know, nickel defenses, dime defenses on the field where we have a more advantageous box. Yeah, we've run against out of 11 personnel more this year than we have in the past and have done good job with it. So that's what the Ravens are going to do, dare us to throw it, and then we'll have to do it, and, and we'll get a chance to run that football. What's it been like playing next to Ethan Posick? You know, you've been next to J.C. Treader for four years. Then you thought it was going to be Nick Harrison early in the preseason. I think it was the second play of the preseason. He goes down, and in steps Ethan Posick, who's a mountain of a man, by the way, and he's been pretty darn good. Yeah, we, uh, we joke he's always locked in, you know. I mean, he's very focused. You know, in the meeting room, I wasn't sure. You know, like you said, I've been with JC for five years, and so you get used to a guy and his even his mannerisms, his off-field personality. And so it took me a little bit to use, used to Poe, but um, you know, I love the guy. He plays so hard. He's so smart. He he asks the questions that he needs to ask. You know what I mean? And um, and he's done a good job. You know, his run blocking's been really solid. And 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 the thing about him is he works so hard. Like he's always asked. a lot of times they'll be like, "Oh, young guys, stay out to do this," and he'll just go out and stay out. He, I mean, he's year six or seven, and and he'll stay out with the young guys and try and work his hands. You know, he's doing a lot of posture work and stuff like that. And, and I think the coaching he's gotten here is, is so much more detailed than he's had in the past. And uh, he's really just soaked it up, though, and he's, he's taking advantage of his opportunity. Is it weird to see a center who's like 6'6", 340 or whatever the heck? He, I mean, he's a giant. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. It's crazy. Um, he's like a normal – he's perfectly proportional. He looks kind of like a normal person, but just like bigger. Yeah, like JC's a tall guy, you know what I mean? But – but Poe's just big, you know what I mean? And I think he actually got drafted to play tackle, and he's kind of been everywhere on the line. So he has some experience there. But he's a big dude, you know, me, him, and Wide in the middle. That's like three big dudes, you know, in there. Yeah, no doubt. I wonder if he didn't have to, because at center, you have to communicate like it's forced upon you. If he weren't a center, would he be more Nick Chubb out there on the field? Because he's a man of few words, it feels like. Oh, he's very locked in. You know, I think he tells us uh, to communicate before – every huddle he's like communicate and I'm like all right great let's go and we always joke like the whole huddle is just like all right we're all locked in because you know he's always locked in and and he's ready to go but um, he does a good job communicating and he has questions though you know and, and he is very locked like we say locked in in the game and so sometimes he gets a little fired up on certain things and I'm like calm down we got this you know and, and it's not that big of a deal but but he's done a good job all right Wyatt we know probably won't be able to go this week Yelda Froholt stepping in I love that guy. I love when he's the goal line fullback. I think his name is phenomenal. His look is phenomenal. He should be in Game of Thrones with you north of the wall. What do you think? What do you like about Yelda and just the strength he kind of brings at that spot? Oh, he's a, he's a great dude. I mean, strong guy. Like, like I, I you know, I told the media the other weeks, like, he's probably one of our strongest guys on the team, if not strongest. Um, tree trunk legs, you know, coach always talks about his anchor and how he can just sit on guys. Um, but he's smart, too. You know, he's been, been in the league for a couple years now. He got some experience last week. I thought there was um, some really good stuff on film, some good run blocks and pulls. Did pretty good in pass pro. There's a couple twists in games, but coming into a game where you're down, you got to throw the ball. Like that's a, that's a lot for every guy. But um, he's a good guy, and honestly, like from the day I met him, you know, learning his name was Yelda. You see how it's spelled and stuff, and you're like, oh, that's that's you know pretty cool. So there's there's a lot of uh, you know fun facts about the guy. But he um, he works hard. Another guy. I mean, we have these guys in the solo line room that I think Coach Callahan you know stresses the culture of of hard work, learning and stuff. And these guys just buy into that. And they know, you know, in the NFL, you never know when your chance is going to come for the O-line, but it happens more often than not. And so they prepare themselves and they get ready to play. And, and you know, 
so far since I've been here, most of the guys that come in are, are ready to do their job. Yeah, no doubt. And they all seem to be better than when they walked into the building, which is a testament to their work ethic and also to the great coaching from Coach Callahan and Coach Peters. All right, we know this is a big one in Baltimore as we turn our attention to this game. Even though two and four, everything's still in front of you. You win the next two, you're in first place in the AFC North, period. End of story, you'd be 3-0 and in the division. It starts with getting a win in Baltimore. And that's a place where we haven't had as much success recently. What do we have to do to get go out there and get the win? And what's kind of the mood of this team? Like, do they do you think people understand the the gravity of this game? Yeah, I think the urgency is there. You know, coach all week has said like we have to commit ourselves. Like, this is a playoff game for us. You know what I mean? We're one hundred percent committed to to getting the job done. So whatever you have to do, if you have to extra, you have to live in the facility, you have to go get an extra massage, like anything that you can do to to help this team um, be ready. And we just got to start fast. Um, we know this is a good team. They're well coached you know, they're not going to hurt themselves. And so for us, it's come out, execute, play with that passion, play with that fire, and just, um, you know, pick each other up. If it does get tough for a second there, like we understand, like even last week we didn't play a great game. Fourth quarter, we had a chance to get within one score. You know, you know things didn't bounce our way on, you know, some of the stuff. But, but we were right there even when we played a bad game as a group. So we know we have the talent to do it. Now it's just time to go out and execute. They are the only team in the league that has not allowed a single point on the opening drive of an opponent. How is that even possible? And what are they doing? Is there anything when you watch it? Is it like, oh, wow, they're just unbelievable on the first drive of the game? Uh, you know, that's pretty impressive. I hadn't even noticed that. I, um, you know, I watch the games, but I just flip through. And I'm like, oh, whatever drive. I'm just looking at the plays. So that's pretty impressive. They haven't. Uh, I have a field goal. Yeah, that, that, that's very impressive. You know, I know there was a stat somewhere. I think Carolina had a big streak like that, too, where teams hadn't scored a touchdown. But not even a point is, is pretty impressive. They've only trailed for 12 minutes all year, and yet they're 3-3, three and three, so they probably feel much like we do. We should be a little bit better, but I'm glad that you said that the urgency is there. You know, you spoke out this week. John Johnson spoke out this week. You're the longest-tenured Brown. You're a very accomplished player here in this organization and in the league. You're likely going to end up in Canton. John Johnson's been on the number one defense in the league. He's been in a Super Bowl. Have you noticed, have guys responded to that? Has anybody said, hey, you know, thanks for saying that? Or what's kind of been the reaction from your peers? Yeah, and I think from us it starts from the coach down, you know, and, and Coach Stefanski has, has stressed it more than anybody about the urgency, about the commitment, about understanding this is your job. And so, you know, myself, John Johnson, some of the guys that are leaders of this team just wanted to keep reiterating what Coach is saying. You know, it always comes from the top down, and he's done a good job of, of stressing that point to us. But, but I think the players understand, you know, you look around the locker room, and I think guys are hungry. Guys understand, like, First off, division game. Second off, we're on a losing streak. You know, early in the season, but it's a big one for us. And um, the guy, the guys are, are ready to play. And I think we're going to come out with some fire this week and and put on a good show. All right, we'll end on a fun one. What did you think of Joe Thomas's poster, the game poster where they made him look like Superman? Um, I, I saw one of those because my wife brought it home from the game, and I was like, I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's like a Joe Thomas poster. It was good. I mean, you know, it fit Joe Thomas good. Uh, <laughs> you know, some of the characteristics and stuff like that were, were all right. So it was uh, it was good. I wonder, you know, if I ever get one, what's my superhero, you know, going to be for that? I think it's going to be a big burly man with a nice beard. Right there. No <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. Joel, thanks for the time. Best of luck on Sunday. Thor, right? Isn't that the answer? Is he going to be for Thor? Batonio? Yeah, I feel like it'd be from like the if, last I, one. I feel like Yelda Froholt was ever. Uh, yeah, well, that would be, be Thor that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I was just trying. Antonio's to think of like a, should be like he should. Thor has a beard in the last one. You know who he should be? Yeah. No, I don't. Why can't I think of the guy's name right now? But I loved him from Game of Thrones, who fell in love with Brienne of Tarth, the wildling. Oh, that guy was great. So good. So good. That's who he should be. They're going to do a whole show just around him and Jon Snow running around in the north. No, Sorry. they're not. Yeah, they are. It's greenlit. Are you being serious? I'm dead serious. Tormund Bane. That guy.
him and well, I don't know if he's part of it, but it's Jon Snow after he goes back north of the wall, which is stupid because he would never have done that because he was the prince was promised and it had to matter who he was, even though it didn't. Be sure to stop by the free Twisted Tea tailgate pregame party. Prior to every home game, Twisted Tea tailgate is located on the west side of First Energy Stadium. Combines the atmosphere of a beer garden, the live music, food, drink options, along with areas for socializing. Twisted Tea tailgate opens four hours prior to kickoff and is open to fans with a ticket to the game. Time for the Browns mailbag presented by Vivid Seats, an official fan experience partner of the Cleveland Browns. Tweet us your questions at Browns underscore daily. Use the hashtag AskCBD. Hello, Gibbe. Guys, just yeah. a couple news uh, items before we get into a couple of questions. Mark Andrews telling Jeff Zrebeck he's excited to be out there Sunday ready to go for the Ravens. Uh, Rashad Bateman said his foot is getting better every day. Asked whether he'd play Sunday. Bateman said that's up to Harbaugh. Harbaugh did acknowledge two games in five days could be a factor in determining uh, some plays. I don't. If he don't play, I don't have a receiver. I'm out. Everybody's out. You mean in fantasy? Yeah. And you can't make a move? I, you have to make I'm, a move? No, I can, but it's like, God, I don't, I'm don't. i running out of spots here, man. I don't need him to have a big game. Maybe like 25 yards and a tutty? Give Why me one you of get those. the tutty? Give me the tutty. That's all I need. Two catches, 25 yards, and a tutty. And a nice Browns win. Nice Browns win. That's all I need. All right. Little mailbag here all on right. a Friday. Uh, at Menudo Man, will Uncle Bo be making more First Friday cocktail videos soon? I can. Is there is there a request? Do we have a request well, his for a specific question? Have you tried Jim Beam honey whiskey? If so, thoughts. So on here's it. my thoughts on all of that type of stuff, and I, whether it's Jim Beam honey whiskey or you know sometimes people will say like a you know, peanut butter whiskey, whatever that type of stuff. Just instead of having them do it, you just do it. So if you really like Jim Beam and you want to add honey to it, here's an idea: take Jim Beam and do an old fashioned with honey. How am I supposed to add peanut butter to it? Well, who would ever want peanut butter and whiskey? Not me. So I can't help you there. Yeah. There is have you ever tasted that, though? I've only the tasted it once. Thung it, thing. It, it, screwball's it, good, man. It Here, tastes I'm gonna, good. I'm going to tell you honestly. Like, but I can't imagine. Here's my. I have whiskey. tried it. It's like a I don't know what it is. Here's what I would say about it. This is what I found. I think it would be great in like a milkshake. I found that when I tried it, that the and I understand a lot of people like it. When I tried it, I thought the first taste of it was a very specific peanut butter taste, mm-hmm. which is what they were going mm-hmm. for clearly, and I thought that it was rel- relatively enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But I found that the aftertaste, this is, I'm not making this up, it tasted like, honestly, like vomit. Oh, baby. That's what I got on the aftertaste of it. Well, you won't if be you doing any uh, testimony. See, that's the key, though. You got to do that. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. May or, or may not have like done a, some shots in, with a voice. Yeah, yeah. Or a milkshake or something like that. And again, this is all a subjective process. In general, if you want to, for example, if you want to have a, a chocolate whiskey or whatever, they make Aztec dark chocolate bitters. Yep. And that will give you the essence of chocolate in your whiskey yep. without overpowering it, without the artificial stuff that you need to make things taste that way. So there's a million ways to skin that. I cat. like that. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll do a maple old fashioned because I yeah that's a good they one. They have the uh, the I noticed at the Costco they have the bourbon barrel aged maple is in there, so maybe I'll do one of those for the kids. Meckling time. Oh gosh. Let's go, Bobby. What hey, song Bobby! do you rock out to? We were just having a conversation about this. So I don't know. Tomorrow at the shoe, you might get to hear all the small things. Inspired by yours truly. So, Which would be an incredible feat. That did lead me to a, um, 
Yeah, if I could pull, I, I told the guy, my the, my person I was talking to down at Ohio State, I said, if I pull this off, like, I need to dot the I. Like, it's me and Jack and Bob Hope. I need to go dot the I if I can pull this off, if we're singing all the small things. Um, I'd love to see you dot the I. Would it be amazing? I do it with such panache. Yeah, you would. I'll make sure you are. Are you practicing that leg kick? Yeah, I want to do that. But I'll do the whole thing. Yep. Moss, give me a pass. That, that song is awesome. I hadn't heard it in a long time. It's great. And it led me down to a uh, a road of late 90s, early 2000s rock, punk, sure. fun stuff Yeah, with those guys. They're among the, the great bands at that time. We had great sense of humor. And they're coming back on tour. There's a lot of great stuff you rock out to, but that, that one is just recent. I like it. Uh, you got one? What's yours? I what mean, do you belt? Windows so like down, 70 degrees. Paint it black. That's great. I love that song. It's great. That's a great song. I bet I'll, I'll belt out a lot of stuff. I Fortunate like, Son. Fortunate Son. Fantastic. So yeah. Um, Voodoo Child. Love Voodoo Child. Little Hendrix. Yeah. The kids. And then I like, I enjoy a lot of Metallica. I like a lot of Motorhead. Just because that's like Lemmy, the stuff huh? that I listen to when I'm like working out. So yeah. that's what I would consider to be more you, my... It's hard to sing along to those, though. I, oh, Killing in the name of, you'll get me screaming that. You'll get that. Oh yeah, yeah. A little rage, rage against the machine. Yeah, that one will strong. get yeah. Strong to quite strong. For more of a ballad, I'll under the bridge. By the Red Hot I Chili like Peppers. From Bobby, what other foods, side from what should the peppers should taste yeah. better than its appearance? What? What food should taste better than its appearance? Yuck. It's not a food, but it's one of the great mysteries of my life because I should really enjoy it. It strikes all of the things that I want, and I tried it a million times, and it doesn't take as a cigar. I love the idea of a cigar. I love the, the idea of having a cigar and a whiskey. I love a cigar, the idea of a cigar and a golf course. I like to smell a cigar smoke if it's a good cigar. But I've tried it a thousand times. It doesn't take. I hate the taste in my mouth after, and the next day, that's the best example that jumps to my head of something that should taste better than it is. I like that. I'm fine with that. Should taste better than it does. So, like, it looks like it should be good, but it's not. But it's not. Yeah. Is there anything that you anything like? Anything with eggs? <laughs> yeah, you hate eggs. Is there anything that you? Uh, is there anything that you love the taste of, but it's too much of a pain in the neck to cook, so you oftentimes don't? I'm not really afraid to cook anything. No, me either. I'll try anything. I mean. One of my favorite dishes is a short rib pasta. It just you need to have like four hours, a lot of time, at least, to be able to do it properly. So some things require a lot of time, but there's nothing. I'm I'm not afraid of a 24 hour brisket. I'm not afraid of a 24 hour leg of lamb. I got no fear on any of that. Here's a simple one that is for me. At a restaurant, I really love as an app a roasted artichoke. Okay. There's a lot of work. You're not doing that at home. I'm not doing that at home. Yeah, no. For that, for that. Yeah. I'm not. But I love it in a restaurant. I love it. If they're there, I'll order them. A little drawn butter. Oh, yeah. You like that? Heavy salt? Let's go. I feel like this one could be I just want, name written all over it. Can we just finish follow up? Why does nobody just serve me like a plate of four artichoke hearts? Get rid of the other stuff. Or give me one where I can peel and have a little dip. But, like, all I want is the guy. Give me the guy. That's it. Or, yeah. like, just even you can cut off the bottom. Like, how great would it be to have, like, a plate of six Artichoke discs. discs. The discs. And you could have like a different sauce on each one. Home run. 
a no little, a little, a little piece of lobster with a oh, drawn please. butter on Come one. On. What are we talking a about? Truff sauce with You're a man for my heart. with a little like yes, shaved truffle on another. Like, yes. Let's elevate this. Yes. Why has nobody done that? I don't know. I'm here it's, for it. It's delicious. Yeah. Final one I'm picking today. This one's got Zagura's name written all over. Oh, it. Baby. What traits did you get from your parents? Um, boy, I would say my public speaking confidence from not Pedro, my wit from Pedro, my sarcasm from Pedro. My... Yours is all good hearted, though. Well, I'm trying to be good. What am I going <laughs> to? I don't think that you I... went opposite. Well, in many... <laughs> you went opposite of Pedro. In I many... did the same thing in many. My love of wine. There you go. And then I would say from Nana, my my just zest and and kindness and empathy. And you'll both love hoodies. Both love hoodies. Yeah. Love of hoodie. <laughs> That's it. Then you're safe. Love of food from my dad, not yeah. my mom. That's right. She has no interest. None. None. Yeah. Although she's starting to eat a little bit of food, which is fun. Maybe that's where your son gets it from. No, I don't know. It's funny. So his his bar mitzvah's coming up, and I was looking up like a bunch of old old pictures. And like when he was a kid, he was eating nuggets and hot dogs and pizza. And yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Locked in. All right. Good job out of you, Gibby, and to the people. Uh, we'll hit you with your game day forecast coming up. Still have the scores to get to as well. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors. They're the best guys. They offer high-performance products. They're durable, long-lasting, cost and energy saving. They'll transform the look and efficiency of your home. The winter can wreak havoc on your roof. Ice and snow can build up, quickly turn into major problems. Don't let it happen. Don't go into winter with concerns about your roof. With Renew Home Exteriors, get a new roof installed in 7 to 10 days for no money down and payments as low as 96 bucks a month. Plus, receive free gutter guards with your proof of purchase. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with renew home exteriors visit renewestimate.com for more your keys to the game dr z all right look fact of the matter is we've got to do our best to contain not stop contain lamar jackson and mark andrews i think defensively that's going to be key no blown assignments defensively we've got to be about our business i would also like to get out to a fast start nobody has scored on their opening possession against the ravens this year i would like to be the first to do so i think that would be very very effective as it comes to containing lamar how do you do that well you've got to pressure him and that's true with every quarterback but no pressure 106 quarterback rating pressure 61 quarterback rating we have got to try to find a way to get him contained in the pocket make him throw to moving targets and if we're able to do that i think we could be in great shape now one way to do that would be to blitz blitz weeks one to three he had 83 percent completions 12 yards per attempt six touchdowns no picks the last three weeks 50 percent completions 4.8 yards per attempt two touchdowns two picks so let's go ahead get after him we've got the speed to contain him that's what we've got to do we cannot turn the football over. We are undefeated when we don't turn the football over. We have lost every game in which we have turned the football over. They've taken it away in eight straight games. We have to finish our drives with points. 
Got to. We've got to score 20 points or more. This year, the Ravens, when they allow 20 or more, 1-3. and three. The Ravens, all-time, when they allow 20 or more, 59-146. and 146. When the Ravens allow 19 or fewer points, they are 2-0 and oh this year, 177-40-1 all-time. That is, I mean, that 20-point is a major tipping point for the Cleveland Browns, I think, in this game. We have got to score, and then defensively, like I said, keep Mark Andrews out of the end zone, make somebody else beat you. It's easier said than done. The guy scores every single time. Mm -hmm. And then do your best with Lamar Jackson. Try to contain him, make him be a passer. Everybody says that, and he can be he's a darn good passer, by the way. I'm not saying that he – you oh, you just make a pass. No, he's the MVP of the league. This is a guy who is an incredibly effective passer, but we've got to find a way to do that and take the football away ourselves. Win the turnover battle, fast start, don't try to play catch-up against this football team, and then limit the guys you know, limit explosives. Mark Andrews can hit explosives. If they don't have Bateman, I think that's very helpful for us. But don't let Devin DuVernay get behind you. Don't let Demarcus Robinson get behind you. And we have a chance to go out there and win this football game. Yes, we do. Your game day forecast brought to you by Carrier, a partner of the Cleveland Browns. Cloudy temps, low to mid-60s by kickoff. 50% chance of rain around 2 o'clock uh, here locally. It's going to be a hell of a weekend all yeah. through the weekend. There's nothing quite like tailgating. Touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea. You know why? Because it's made with real brewed tea. Cool, refreshing, and a 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and gold. Twisted tea. Hard iced tea. Keep it twisted. A little segment we like to refer to as the scores coming up next you listen to cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland when you're on the injured list, you get a little help getting back in the game. Give a call to 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. And it is time for a little segment we like to call Pay Attention to the Scores, Dr. Ladies Z. and gentlemen, after a big 9-5 and five week from both of us, we had the same picks. We are both now individually double digits over 500 for the season. We are a combined 30 games oh, over 500. God for the season jeez yes how do we do this every year every year just every stack year. dubs it's crazy it's unbelievable yeah i'm feel, i've if had only it. you could gamble in ohio i know soon I, it's been well, for can. it's been a pretty good it's been a pretty good stretch after week three i was only six games over 500 and the last three weeks we are now 20 sitting at 20 games over 500 yeesh, so the last three weeks have been yeesh. quite nice a lot of and good you're at 10 my friend let's go let's go keep it moving let's go Week number like, six. It's insane that we've done this for years. For, this oh, is no, our fifth, week number seven. fifth season on this show. Yeah, week seven. We have never been even remotely close to 500 in the scores. No. Not even close. The one year we were like 60 yeah. or 70 over. Yeah. We're crazy. on our way. And we're picking every game. Every game. We're not picking the five we want, Schwami. No. We're picking all of them. All of them. Week seven. There we go. In the National Football League. Here yes. we go. Atlanta, 3-3 three and three on the year, first place in the NFC South, heading to the Dirty Natty to battle the Bengals. 3-3, three and three, first place in the AFC North. An interesting matchup indeed. Nathan Zagura kick us off. Falcons 6-0 and oh against the spread. They six are. 6-0, and, oh, the only and they're team. getting 6.5. Mm. Boy, 
That feels like everybody's just going to go ahead and wet their little falcon beak. Not me. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Burrow, Higgins, eight touchdowns. Bengals, 40. Falcons, 33. Oh, boy. I uh, Same, but different. Marcus Mariota on the back door. A Uh-oh. late seven. 27-21. Bengals, never in doubt but closer than the experts think. Oh. Interesting. It's a lot of points for a team that's 6-0 against the spread. It is. It is. There's several of these in here. Up next, another one. the game that Northwest Ohio will see, not the Browns and the Ravens. This is the CBS A game of the week, and it favors the last place Detroit Lions at 1-4, visiting the Dallas Cowboys, 4-2, off of a tough loss last Sunday night to Philly Bishop. Dak is back. Offense gets a little bit of a boost. Defense is already really problematic. They can run it. They can protect it. Um, it saddens me what's happened at DLD. Uh, that used to be a pure joy show. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, man. It's not going well. It wears thin. It does. If you're not well, winning. you got to win, man. And they're, they're not. And so I think you could have a little bit of that. I like the boys. Huge. Cowboys, 90. Lions, 27. Same. Jared Goff, stay healthy. Micah Parsons is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Up next, the Green Bay Packers. Which Packer team will show up? Which quarterback for the Packers will show up? Packers, 3-3, three and three, visiting the Commies. A good chance to get back on track. The Commanders, 2-4 and four on the year and 1-2 and two at home, Zagura. I saw nothing inspirational other than Brian Robinson Jr. from the Commies on Thursday mm-hmm. night football against Agreed. the Bears. Uh, this has got to be a get-right game for the Packers. They've got to they've do it. Everybody relax. Put a beating on this football team. Heineke's frisky. I think maybe he'll get the ball to McLaurin a little bit more, but I don't think it's enough. Green Bay, 27. Football team, 1. Yeah, same. I, I think this is one of those ones. This one I keep, kind of feel like the Falcons one. It feels like everyone's begging to jump on the Packers here, even though they haven't covered in like three weeks. Yeah. It does feel like, and I don't know if I don't have anything to back this up other than gut feeling. It feels like when Rodgers has a relaxed presser that typically it's they respond back. the next time out. So they've struggled the last three weeks. Simplify. I think I think you get healthy here, and, and they win by about 107. Yep. Huge game in the AFC South. First the place. The Titans have won three in a row. The Colts have won two in a row. Colts visiting Tennessee Outdoor Stadium for now. Bishop. I don't have it. Here's the deal on this. Like, we left the Titans for dead. Like, the season's over. We're going to bury him. Uh, Colts are a strange team to figure out. Jonathan Taylor's apparently going to play this week, but we don't know the effectiveness on him. Yep. Who knows? No idea. Um, I just think the the idea that the Titans are only given two and a half at home I got him winning by a field goal, 31-28, which gets it done. I'm with you. I don't think Matt Ryan's arm travels outdoor very well, outdoors very well, and I think the Titans are, are ready. Aren't they coming off of a bye as well, the Titans in this game? I believe that they are coming off of a bye. Yes, so they've they had two the weeks to prepare. Games. Yeah, I like the Titans in this one. Titans 30-13, to 13, huge. Up next. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who started off the season two and one, have lost three in a row. They are two and four on the season, and they welcome in the five and one New York football giants. Zagura. 
I know what you're thinking because I think of the same thing. They're I'm, favored. I'm not, why? I know. How? In what it. world? What do they know? I Have they know. seen? Has Marty McFly come back and told them the results of this game? That's the only thing that possibly makes any sense to me. By the way, that was on in the cafeteria this morning. Oh, fine film. Which I one? Which no incarnation? No, it had to two. be two to, to get the football, two. right? It was two? Yeah. No idea how it was on. Either. The Giants, 100%, my head says you have to take the Giants, but I understand how Las Vegas works. Like, they could have made this a pick em, <sighs> of course, and it would have felt the same way. that They would have gotten the same amount of action on the Giants. They probably could have made this Giants minus two. Yep. But they made them plus three. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. And thus, oh, gosh. I must take the Jacksonville Jaguars to win at home 30-24. to 24. I, I'm not going to overthink it. I think the Giants are better, so I'll take the Why Giants. Why would they I, do I, this? I understand, but sometimes. Why would they do it? Sometimes it's, do I want the wine in front of me? Do you? I don't I know. I did and triple checked this. And I hit it too. It makes no damn sense. And sometimes I'll just take a gift, so I'll take the Giants. Okay. Smart man. Up next. Well, we'll see. I mean, no. typically not. Vegas didn't get built this way. Yeah. So, I don't know. There is no better There's two way, of these. Who's though? betting on the Jags? Nobody. I mean, there's two that are like this, though, because the Falcons are like that, too. Yep. We'll Come see how we in. went on these Come two. Come on. The water's yep. warm. Come on in, and I'll take your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, no better way to get back on track if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than by paying a visit to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Bucks, Panthers, Bishop. I'm trying to think what the number would be that would allow me to take points in Carolina against anybody. I can't believe this number is still in existence after what's happened in the last. So the lowest total of Tom Brady's career, or like second lowest total that he's been a starter since in years, like in years, it's the lowest total. Thirty nine. Like? Okay, yeah. Um, this was ten and a half yesterday. Yep. So it's gone up a lot. I just don't know how Carolina can score on anybody. So I got Bucks twenty to three. Same. I'm I think, not yeah, taking, same. I'm not taking the bait. Yep, I think it's a blowout. To the AFC we go, week seven. This is an interesting one. Two losing teams, but still. Oh, God, the hook. This an interesting one. Yesterday. Here you go. Uh, this would be the Houston Texans. One, three, and one. They played pretty well in every one of their games, though. Visiting Vegas. And the one and four Raiders. Zagura. So this is a tough one. Obviously, I think that the Raiders are the better team here. They're coming off of a bye. But remember, they're one and four on the season. Their win, they would have covered. They beat 32-23 to over a dreadful Broncos team. They just played the Chiefs tough. They played the Titans tough. So this is a team that has been, you know, in the mix just a little bit. Can they win by a full seven, though? That's the question against the Houston Texans. Yeah. I say no. 34-28. Raiders. Hmm. I say yes, 31-20 Raiders. But it was six and a half yesterday, and I liked it better. Some differences this week between you two. Yeah, that's right. Like it happens. This. It happens. It's all right. Uh, this next one, there is no number. It's a pick. Yeah. Jets and the New York football Jets, four and two on the season. Winners of three consecutive games. Uh, we were just saying it's bad to be a Russell, whether it's Russell Westbrook. Whether it's Russell Wilson, our dubs, the uh, the Broncos hosting the New York Football Jets, almost a must-win game here for Denver. Denver was a three and a half point favorite yesterday in this game. I'm assuming this is because they don't know what's going to go on with Russell Wilson. Is that fair? Yes. We don't know if he's going to play. 
Yes. Yes. Honestly, it wouldn't make too much difference to me. I think the Jets are good. I don't think the Broncos are. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. When was the last time you could do that confidence? I'm with you. I like the Jets. I love this team. 37, by the way, the total in this game. Hmm. They're banking on no Russ. Denver's a good defense. Not, I mean, he sucks, though, anyway, so it's yeah. not like it matters. All right. Did you say same? Is that same. What, is that what yep. I mean? Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. Uh, the late games. Well, this one, the game of the week on Fox. The 49ers and new running back Christian McCaffrey welcome in Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Zagura. What say you? KC four and two, 49ers three and three. I mean, I could see him playing. He's just not going to know that much of the playbook. He Sounds did like go it's to Stanford. Be a red zone. Package. I know he went to. Did, Stanford. Are you aware that he I went to Stanford? Aware. Yes, I am. So he went rather to, just aware. So you're aware he went to Stanford. Yeah, but the way Kyle likes things is so precise. Like it does take yeah. some time in in terms of Ray and his play calls are very difficult. The terminology is new, so that that'll be the hard part for him. So I don't think he has a huge impact on this game, and I think the Chiefs are just better at yep. this point and i think kansas city wins this one close close 24 to 20 are they better or are they just Nate, we're decimated on defense still what are you doing Nate? 34 20 okay dad 34 20 chiefs <laughs> i can't wait till he comes in here in two weeks and picks. it's gonna be amazing uh yeah chiefs chiefs ram it the Seattle Seahawks are three and three on the football season. Geno Smith and company head down the coast to battle the Los Angeles Chargers. Four and two on the season. Chargers hosting the Seahawks. Bishop. Uh, Chargers going to get this thing. They're four and two, having not really played great. No. All year. They're pretty lackluster. The coach, I think, is a bit of a bonehead. I know he's a local guy. Sorry. They're winning in spite of him. I think so, too. Tom. I'm proud of him. Like when guys from Ohio do well, he's done great. But it, I don't understand what he's doing week in and week out. I like the Chargers huge in this one. But pay attention to the scores. 42-38. Oh. Knock, oh, knock. No doubt. No doubt. Back knock, knock. Knock, yep. knock. With you. Gino, DK Metcalf, thank you very much. Final one, week seven. Waiting all day for this one. Yeah. Are you sure? This is Sunday night. Are you sure? You, yeah. you know what's great about this, though? Is that there's no qualms no from you to just do anything but watch the House of the Dragons. You better be dialed in at nine. O'clock. I will be dialed in. I don't want to be coming in here Monday and you're going. Oh, I haven't seen it because we got wait. things. We I got can't excuses wait for him not to be, be locked in. in. I am locked in. All right. Mm-hmm. I need lights off. Lights single off. screen. Maybe even a fire in the fireplace. Fine. Don't make it too roaring. I don't want a distraction. The pukers going to South Beach. Dolphins. Squealers, the return of Tua. That's right. And uh, I think all the Squealer players have cleared concussion protocol. They're all going to play, including Kenny Pickett. Uh, Zagura. I don't think the Steelers are very good. They just beat the Buccaneers. It's stunning to me. Miami is much better than they are. I think Miami wins this game 8-0. Steelers suck. I know. Dolphins, bigly. Safe. All right, we've got last we got week. four differences, I think. Yep. Three or four differences. Cincy and Atlanta is a difference. Jacksonville and the Giants is a difference. Vegas and the Texans is a difference. Only three of them. All right, that's where we go. All right, our score coming up next. You'll see Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland. 
Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. While you depend on your Browns win, you can always depend on OBM. They tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Brownies. Well, before we get to that, Bucks are favored by 30 over Iowa. Is Farron still there? Yeah. Wow. And his kid's still the offensive coordinator. Do you know how many points Iowa's offense scored the last time they played Ohio State? Three. 55. They beat the Buckeyes 55-24. to 24. Their quarterback threw five touchdowns. When? JT Barrett threw four picks. 2017, this. it was yep. one of the most stupefying losses in Ohio State history. They got drilled them out there. Uh, they had two NFL tight ends. Noah Fant was in that game, and I'm uh, blanking on the other one. Another first-round pick tight end that they had. Two of them, they both got two touchdowns. Um, oh, they went in the same draft. Same draft. And Will uh, Hawkinson? That's it. Good job out of you. Um, Ryan Day was the offensive coordinator, and I believe he will remember. So they're up. They're favored by 30. I think they cover it. Uh, we are getting six and a half in Baltimore. Let's go. 24-20. Got to have it. Got to it. Got to have it. Come on, man. Boy, we could use a victory uh, Monday, kids. Otherwise, it's going to be a House of Dragons finale recap. And two hours. Two hours of it, baby. Mallory Rubin will not be invited. Chris, will, be. he's going to be. Chris and Chris Joe. Chris is in the mix. And Joe. For sure. Yeah. Um. Good job out of you, Chuck Kyle. Yes. Good job out of you. Legend. Enjoy Absolute it legend. and enjoy the weather this weekend. It's going to be amazing. I'm leaving great, town. Great weather to I do it. So much. Yeah, you guys I'll are see you on the train. plane tomorrow. Too the next tomorrow. level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN, 850 WKNR.